now. Embrace the hate sports talk with Big Sean. Yeah, boy. It's your boy. You know what? I guess this is episode one, so I'm here to talk a little shits. But um, let me say a few words. I'm normally on the Frankly Effed Up podcast with Alicia and Ammo, but those two women have become totally unfocused. It's time to step your games up. Get out of your way and just focus on something that's better than you. That was a lyric from a rap song. I think Ice Cube said it. (laughs) I really do think they did. Listen, ladies, we got to turn this into a network. We got a producer, Jasper, the Dane. You know, I almost said the Dean, but it's whatever. He knows who he is. Ammo, focus, Alicia, focus, and let me begin. Well, the Lakers won last night. You know, this is a brace to hate. So you know I instantly hate that boy Latrash. He was out there, you know, walking the ball down, taking his time. I mean, the second best record in the NBA, so it's kind of hard for me to hate. But I just don't like him as a as a ball player. I don't think he's the GOAT. I don't think he's anything other than that. But you guys heard all that. Anthony Davis was out because he bruised his tailbone, you know, and they said Budimus Maximus, all kind of just, you know, people turn everything into some kind of joke. And then when it becomes too sensitive, cancel culture shows up. So... As a Laker fan, I'm happy, I'm pleased. Frank Vogel, the head coach, he's better than I thought. But he was a winner where he was before in Indiana. So I don't I really believe it's kinda like a hype machine. It's kinda more people just telling you how to think than you thinking. Than how you really think of it. Like, you know, I don't think he's that bad of a coach and he's proven not to be. And I don't think it's because he got Latrash and A D. So, you know, I do believe Kyle Kuzma should be in the starting lineup. I think he lost his confidence. Plus, he's yellow. He's light-skinned. And there's something to it, but light-skinned players are soft. If you look at pretty much the history of basketball, anybody that you would consider a goat or a legend is a dark brother. So with that said, I want the hate to begin. Now I'm moving into the NFL football playoffs. Watching New England lose last week was heavenly. To see Patriots fans crying, you cheated for over 20 years, it's all coming to an end. And when it ends, which it did um, last week, I'm happy. I'm just happy. I'm happy. You know, it all started with my Raiders and the cheat with the tuck rule. They robbed us. The Raiders beat them boys. And I don't think we've never recovered. And honestly, we haven't recovered. They have they have built a dynasty off of cheating and recording people, and just having some of the greatest luck ever, if if you want to call it luck. But I don't think it's luck when you cheat. So it takes skill to cheat, though. So you have to give them credit where credit is due. They're cheaters. Thanks Tennessee for pointing that out. Ending that dynasty, I mean. And I'm gonna talk about a few other things. Deshaun Watson, great quarterback. Uh, a great quarterback. And, you know, I don't like to make this podcast go in a racial way, but black quarterbacks are kicking ass and things are changing. And the NFL has to figure out a way to try to make it where they find some kind of hope. 
And when you say the word hope and you put it into race, you know what that means. So with that said, I'm going to go into some other things. Boxing. You suck because we never get the fight we want. We always have to wait two or three years later than we need to. You suck. You just totally suck boxing. Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury should have fought sometime last year, yet I've had to watch these dudes fight two bums. It's almost embarrassing. It's embarrassing, boxing. You're, you're a corrupt organization, and I don't get it. I really don't get it. The, you know, uh, what's that, Uf, uh, um, UFC? They have some kind of plan, at least. Seem like they're on the same plan. They, they, I mean, a great plan. They kind of give you the fights you want to see, and if you don't want to see them, they'll try to get you to look at a fight you may not want to see. But at least they try. I think that's it for today's Embrace the Hate segment. And now, Embrace the Hate, a very quick rant. Let me begin my rant about fandom. I've said this many times on this podcast before, but since this is my first one, let's start. Men, teach your women how to be fans. And men, stop acting like women when you become a fan. You don't fall in love with a player, you fall in love with a team. That player will come and go. That team will pretty much be there most of your life. I'm in my 40s, and yet I've been aligned with the Raiders for 30-plus years. A fan. I'm, it's no, there is no player that I pick over the team. Women choose their men off of what? Looks? Comf- you know how they feel? Men choose everything off of, off of, off of emotions. I, was, I became a Raider fan because I was with my dad, and my dad was a Raider fan, so I became a Raider fan. But his favorite player was Marcus Allen, so my favorite player was Marcus Allen. Then when Marcus Allen left and went to the Chiefs, I kind of became a Chiefs fan, but I still like the Raiders. That's not – that's no. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Um, we have to start picking teams and sticking with the team. No more players. Yes, the players do make it fun because it gives you someone to yell at – because you can't yell at a whole team. No, it goes unhurt. But singling out a player, oh, it's amazing. Raider Twitter is it's, it's the most sexual, most aggressive place there is on the Internet. Oh, my God. And it might be like that with other fan bases. I'm just talking about my fan base because I'm a lifelong Raider fan. Pretty much going to die a Raider fan, birth to dirt. So when I say these things, I'm just saying, like, women kind of, they pick right. You know, they, they have a boyfriend. They kind of fall in love with the team. They don't really know the players, so they fall in love with the team. And then they just become a team fan instead of, like, men. My favorite player was Troy Eggman, so that's the reason I like the Cowboys. And then Troy Eggman retired, and they kind of act like, oh, I'm a Cowboy fan. They just, you know, just hanging around. Make a, Pick your team, stick with it, and let's just move on. I'm over it. Um... On, I don't know if y'all know the show Undisputed, but Skip Bayless' wife, Ernestine Bayless, I think, she has a book out, and it's a very short read, but it's about the 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 myths of for women who have a man that's a, a football obsessed or sports obsessed man, should I say? And she kind of tell you like how, and this is true for me. If I talk to you on game day and the Raiders win, I'm gonna call you at the same time I did the week before and talk to you and hang up the phone. 
I do everything the same on game day if we win. I wear the same socks. I, I don't even wash them. I throw them in the corner. They'll sit there. When the Raiders win, I take them off, throw them in the corner. If they lose, they go in the hamper. That's fan. I'm a fan. But I have some kind of control. A little weird, but I have control. Well, listen, as my first episode, I got to eight minutes. I'm pretty proud of myself. I did kind of have a few ums in there. But you know, it'll get better over time. It's your boy, and I'm out.